Oh shit, we're already hot. Oh shit, right now? Yeah, we're hot. All right. Um, Gamba 500 podcast episode four. Uh, We're sitting out on Uncle Andy's deck. Looking out on the on the vast expanse of the Willamette Valley, drinking a little bit of brown liquor. Mm-hmm. You got to sit a little closer to the microphone. Uh yeah, we got it's a little smoky out here. It is a little smoky. Yeah. Some fires going on out here. That was I uh, was probably one of my biggest reliefs is that uh, all the gamblers out here were super super conscientious about fires and stuff, and and uh, we didn't uh, we didn't start any fires because fires start every day by dingleberries. Don't throw your cigarette butts out the window. And number one. That is a is a is a gambler no no. You're littering. Number two, it causes like half the fire the 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 forest fires out there. Yeah. So don't do that, ding dongs. I don't I don't really mind you making poor health decisions at all. <laughs> but just don't throw them out the window when you're done. Just stuff them in a little container and feel good about throwing them away and being responsible about it. There you go. I don't care. If you've been doing it for a decade or three, two or three. But if you would change that, if we all just change one little tiny little thing. About you know being better uh, 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 stewards, I think we could affect some change, and then Ooh. also you know maybe kind of attract the right kind of attention for the shit we're doing. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. Is that how the fire started? I don't know. What are we looking at we right now? We, we don't need facts here. Huh. Oh, or logic. What was that? Bat? I thought it was lightning. Oh, we saw. Speaking of lightning, <laughs> segue. We saw some lightning out in South Dakota. Yeah. With Jason Leitner. With Jason Leitner. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, first and foremost, uh, let's say thank you to Jason Leitner yeah. for putting that together. Um, you know, uh, Sturgis, uh, the buffalo chip came calling, and uh, Jason Leitner was, was quick to say, hey, let's do this thing. Uh, he's got a big background in motorsport and biking in general, and, and I had talked to the city of Sturgis, and we had chatted about a few things, and like, hey, let's talk about 2019, and... and uh, Buffalo Chip was like, screw that, man. That's a freaking party. Let's do it now. So we kind of liked that attitude. So we went out to the chip. We all hopped in uh, Isaac Riley of Riley Materials. His big old three well, triple. Yeah, we were supposed to fly out. Oh, yeah, originally. Riley was like, well, let's do this. Which helped because then we could bring our mini bikes and not, I guess, ride what would have been out there. Yeah, so... Basically, Sturgis opened up this new uh, uh, camp, and it's called Camp Zero, and it's right across the way from the Buffalo Chip, and they're kind of marketing it as like a, a you know, party like it's 1982 or 72 or whatever it is, and, and uh, we show up not knowing having any expectations, and we show up, and it's just this cool laid-back camp with like teepees and a, an ultra-four track and like, I don't know how many hundreds of acres and they're like, hey, man, just go crazy. Do whatever you want. And so we did. Until uh, until security told us not to. And then they pulled security back to the entrance and said, security, don't go past this point. Oh, yeah, day one. Day one, security was there just kind of, like, I'm sure, out of formality. And and we were jumping our bikes and doing silly stuff. And and security said, hey, knock that off. And oh, then, yeah, they took my BB gun. Well, they made me put it away. <laughs> And then, and then we just hollered at the powers of be, and they said, you know what, that's not what this is really about, yoink, security went away, and then we had basic Camp Zero all to ourselves uh, with the, the go fast, don't die crew, mm-hmm. the whole new crew for out of Wyoming, I didn't know they had uh, kind of a hipster 
Prairie, motorcycle yeah. <laughs> crew in Wyoming. But like we felt right at home. They had cool guy haircuts just like you find here in, in Portland, Oregon, and they were super rad. They were cool. Uh, they liked to party, get down, and, and then the wild gypsy tour showed up with a bunch of ladies uh, yeah. on motorcycles. Yeah, that was cool. That was like there were a bunch Might. of... Unfortunately, I banged up my face right in time for that. Yeah, Uncle Andy uh, uh, took a header. I got a good video of you. Like, Uncle Andy, what happened? It's like I jumped my bike and landed on my face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all these these uh, uh, young motorcycle ladies showed up, and we were just partying and having a good time. They brought a pinata. They brought a pinata. That was cool. Um, well, I guess that's cups. okay. Let's rewind. Yeah. Uh, oh, you you jumped in with Jake McDonald and Tyler. Yes. Speed Freak Garage. Yeah, uh, uh, better known as the owner of the 73 Javelin on uh, mud tires and KC Daylighters up front, KC Highlights, KC mm-hmm. Daylighters. Um, Which I thought they were showing up in that. I was like, this is going to be a rough ride to Surgeon. No, no, but instead they, 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 the Honda. Sensible truck. Sensible, whatever the sensible Honda truck thing was called. Uh, yeah. Very nice. But I, so I jumped in with the boys. In the uh, in the Duramax Moto Squad, run 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 run. Yeah, you we, guys got lost. Yeah, and we ran out of diesel in the middle of the night. Yeah, and um, so ran out of diesel, and and we were only about four miles from town, in the middle of Buffalo, Idaho, or something, and uh, and so we pulled like out. Actually, Lick Joe. Ligatich's uh, oh, yeah. uh, built bike out the back, and I took off into the dark with a leaky gas can to go put some diesel in it. And a little freaky coming back because we had to go the opposite side of traffic on the highway. So there's like big rigs and stuff coming my way, and yeah, but we got it. We got her done, and we we got back on the road. But was it 20 hours or something to get out there? Yeah, we took a cat nap, three hour cat nap. Yeah, we got real lost. I don't know. Uh, but we had all sorts of uh, misadventures. Yeah, and uh, we ate. Lots of beef jerky, yeah. but it wasn't bad. So we uh, we ran pretty much nonstop. You guys took a three hour nap. We 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 just took turns driving, uh, and we pull up to Camp Zero there at the Buffalo Chip. Like pulled through the city of Sturgis, spikes, and bikes and bikes and bikes. Yeah, and bikes, and bikes and bikes on bikes and biker chicks on bikes on back of bikes. There were a lot of them on the back of bikes. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a, a biker. A biker crew, like, like of all real types. Yeah. yeah, like real bike, but like I, I think accountants are real bikers too. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean anybody who owns a Harley or an Indian. But you're not gonna be an accountant. I don't know. I, I only feel I feel like the only people I felt threatened by were the cops yeah. inside of Sturgis. Well, yeah. I had that one ding dong and a, a, a little glass of brown liquor by the sidewalk, and I was like mm-hmm. one foot on the sidewalk, and this this big. Just roided out cop, just like rolls. And I'm a big dude. I'm, I'm, I'm six four. Yeah, I'm not right, but this guy rolled rolled up on me and said, "Hey, is there liquor in that?" And I'm like, "That." I was like, "Yeah." I'm like, I'm like, "Ain't a liar." And he, he literally takes it out of my hands and throws it in the garbage. Oh. And he man. says, "That I just say it's fine." And I don't like really like being manhandled. Yeah. But he looked at me like fucking just. Something. He wanted me to say he's like say something. Yeah. He had two cops right behind him. He just wanted me to say that. I, went, I, I wasn't gonna fall in that trap. Yeah. He wanted to drag me into town. See, we had a good cop experience. Uh, Lightner and I did. Mm. That was good. We well, because Lightner wasn't drinking. Yeah, that's true. I uh, know. We might as well jump yeah, jump in it now. That was good. So yeah. where were we were leaving? You leaving tell the Leaving the chip. And my bike started sputtering, and I thought that might be it. Just put a round in it and call it. And 
and then it it just was out of gas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, before like perfect timing, Lightner showed up in his 912 Porsche, which happens to have a roof rack, and he's like, "Dude, throw it on top. I'm gonna go see some friends at a house party, and uh, you're invited. Let's roll." So we threw my bike with the saddle and saddlebags and scabbard and everything on top of this Porsche. And we're buzzing through town. And I, I, I would imagine the cops just wanted to see what the, what the heck was going on. So they pulled us over and had a conversation and talking to us. And they, yeah, they were like, geez, who's been drinking? And I volunteered for that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but well, Lightner doesn't drink, so it was good. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, it was a Coleman mini bike on top of a... It's a 912 with a 911 motor, and which really ostensibly makes it a 911. It's a $100,000 Porsche with a, a $500 mini bike strap at top. That's but with, with my a six foot seven Uncle Andy, yeah. <laughs> you know, reeking a reeking of the 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 friggin' the devil's the devil's nectar crammed in the cage. Crammed inside that cage is just not a small feat getting out and out of. Mm. I was in that thing when he went launching it off the big jump. So oh, look good like segue again, uh uh Lightner is not afraid. Well, him and I went down to the Hoonigan garage and did the daily transmission, we were hucking it. He surprised me there, but then then out here, man, he must have made twelve different trips out of the Ultra Four oh. track on an Ultra Four racetrack where they were racing side by sides and built crazy four by fours and he takes this he takes an air-cooled porsche out there and just throttles the absolute Savage. living crap out of it yeah, hooks it like four or five feet in the air and, and it wasn't until a just a blown clutch that he had to uh, retire i mean the thing just thing just took a pounding i've yeah. never been such a fan of porsches until uh i ran his and he knows how to wrench i mean that, that guy can tear that thing down and and he's a, he's a cool dude like you know which Porsche is drivers might you know endemic of just gamblers in general. He he's sure. the one who stopped and helped us diagnose our crank position sensor on a PT cruiser in the SoCal Gambler. Whatever that is, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, I sat there and ate a burrito and just nodded <laughs> while they got the sensor <laughs> oiled back up or whatever. Nice, the hell. yeah, no, excellent. Uh, so yeah, cruise down Buffalo Chip, uh, cool crowd. Uh, older crowd, and I think that's kind of why they're looking at us. They're looking at the gambler, kind of bringing like a different. Not a lot. Uh, no, they were, the only gals you guys were chatting with were the the bartenders and stuff, the hi, yeah. the hired guns. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, an older crowd, and, and I think they're looking at their demographic and they're saying, "Whoa, we're kind of we're kind of heavy on the older crowd. What's going to happen in in a decade uh, when these guys aren't around anymore?" Who's going to fill this area? I mean, we don't want to kind of be on a downward spiral, so looking towards these younger crews. Not that, I mean, we're, we're in our late 30s, mid to late 30s, you and I, and then the, the go-fast kids are probably in their early 30s. Uh, yeah. yeah, torch bearers, man. They, yeah, that's, that's flattering that they would look to the Gambler 500. Mm-hmm. Well... To keep it going. And we were there on a kind of a recon mission to say, hey, what does a giant shit show look like? We know what a... You know what a medium-sized shit show looks like? We have four grand, four thousand people there this year, and it was that was a it was a wild-ass party at the gambling show. I felt it was a wilder than Sturgis, uh, wilder than the like, Buffalo Chip, wilder than any of that couldn't stuff. Couldn't have seen it all. Yeah, it was, um, the, it, there was a lot to see. The Buffalo, the Sturgis was like Disneyland, mm-hmm. right? And once you get that big, they kind of dial it down a little bit. I think that's the whole point of the of Camp Zero was finding a little bit of that ancient shit show buried. You know, you know, down there underneath the surface. So I think they were, we kind of brought that old school flavor, jumping yeah. hardtails and oh, racing God. shit, baggers, 
140 mile per hour burnout. Yeah, Isaac Riley, the the and Matt Marks, the the heroes of yeah, the, the two gamblers who who were throwing down on big bikes down there. Uh, everyone everyone just kind of assumed they were Sturgis crew, but they they were gamblers, <laughs> uh, hucking it the hardest. Uh, super fun. Um, would like, but but five out of five stars. We'll we'll definitely go back next year oh, in a big yeah. way. I think we're gonna bring a bunch of cars. Anybody that's listening and wants to go to Sturgis and race gambler cars, like literally like wheel to wheel or do like a time trial thing, we'll we'll be doing that. Yeah. I like that. Uh we did have some races down there though. Yeah. Oh yeah. How how did you fare racing this year, Uncle Andy? Uh well that track day I did all right. I sent in the jumps. Yeah, I know. If you you probably if you're on our Instagrammies, if you're not, you should be at the Gambler Five Hundred. You will see pictures of Andy uh, with his wheels well above the skyline. That was good. Uh, but then we did the enduro. That the enduro that was a little more challenging for me. Challenging. You were in first place. I was in first place for. You were there was twenty rigs out there, experienced two... riders <laughs> and built bikes, and you're out there with a <laughs> with a goofy foam cowboy hat on and a saddle. And and a scabbard, and you are leading, leading the pack, leading this race. And I, yeah, I was, I was giving it everything I had, and I was two percent into the enduro at mile two. Yeah, came around the corner, and I saw those jumps that I've been hawking the day before, and they're just perfect. They're like a pair of downhill, where you can just you hit the first one, and you're yeah, feeling yeah. Good. How was that first one? Oh, it felt great. Oh yeah. Oh, it felt oh, man, great. I, can just I see thought, it. and I, I thought, oh, this it. felt so good. I'm going to give a little more on this next one because it's going to feel better. And I, oh, man, it's one of those, you sell slow motion, you know, when you're in the air and you're like, nope, I'm over the bars. This is, uh, nope. And I I just came down and I vaguely remember just hitting my face. And then I, it's almost visceral. I remember seeing like the rock and everything in my sunglasses. Yeah. Just like my face what gliding. kind of sunglasses were those those heat waves heat wave, heat wave. wave visual <laughs> face brought to your heart by heat wave visual yeah they i mean they literally saved my eyeballs uh and my helmet I, saved my brain well yeah your uh, brain but like i can't believe you didn't lose any teeth yeah no yeah. not my, i mean my face was shredded yeah, but you don't look that bad i thought you were gonna be rocking like some serious fucked up scabs on your face no you, i've been you, putting all sorts of ointments no I don't know, ointments uh, ointments can only go so far yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so Barry, yeah, I ate it. I had a cigar in my mouth. <laughs> oh my lord! We walked because I was on. I was. I was on lap. I must have come up right behind you on my lap one. Then stop. Yeah, first lap. First lap. Yeah, and I stopped with you. And yeah, either you could walk and see where the 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 bike hit, and then you, there's a cigar there and skid marks and then there was like just droplets of blood <laughs> you just see where where there the whole the whole thing went down uh yeah so you went clean yourself up uh yeah. who who you know who didn't stop was brody oh my brady Lord. uh from go fast with no brakes i don't think. No, he had brakes did he point. have brakes yeah. at that point yeah because okay. yeah, the day before bike, he was no. kind of wild man that guy that brakes. guy didn't know had didn't have an off button this, at any given yeah. time for doing anything so yeah he'd, he'd be man, a good fit for the gambler Oh God! I don't know. Put him and Mitchell in the same room, and what's what's going to happen? Yeah, I, I I don't think they could have a baby, but you know. No, yeah, yeah, but he didn't get too. I didn't, I didn't see him hitting the sauce too too heavily. That's true. Right. Uh, but anyways, that go fast, don't die brand is pretty cool. They're kind of tongue in cheek. They make fun of themselves, which I like. They're yeah. self deprecating. It's good. We're kind of into that sort of thing. Um, 
And so that was fun. But he ended up completing like 17 or 18 laps, maybe more. He did like, yeah, I thought he did like two-thirds of it. Because I remember thinking like, who won this thing? He did. He won. We, I, I feel like we all rode hard the day before. Yeah. And we were a little bit over it. Mm. And then you ate shit. And then everybody just kind of like started taking it less seriously. Yeah. Except for Brady. Going backwards and stuff probably. Mm-hmm. So he took it down and happy to have happy to have him. Gave him a brass ring. And then uh, the next day. Oh, this is flat track, baby. Flat, not so flat track. Not so flat track. Because they had flat track racing, which is just kidding. like a big circle. Yeah. Ha ha, LOL. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the but, but we had but inside the Buffalo Chip, which we've been raising hell Absolutely inside the Buffalo hell. Chip for days leading up to it. See the dog down there, Murph dog. What are you doing, puppy? Come here. Oh, here he comes. Uh, we've been raising hell in and outside the Buffalo Chip, like full access, riding mini bikes in and outside of the Buffalo Chip. Uh, like, I was just waiting for us to get knocked off our bike or something. I thought those bikers were at some point in there, but yeah, nobody, they, everybody they, seemed to be loved like... us. Yeah. I mean, loved the, loved the bikes, and if they didn't, they, they probably felt intimidated by somebody who was so confident. So confident. They could room. ride a mini bike. <laughs> a mini bike uh, through the Sturge Buffalo Chip. Uh, we had, we had the, the Coleman uh, uh, drift trikes and the Coleman ATVs and the... Coleman showed up in a big way this year, and we're super well, happy to have them as a as a part. They just like they just show up where we show up, and they like to party. So. No, it was great. So Kyle Petyak yeah, um, and Kyle is a former Navy corpsman. Yeah. So he was able to dress my face. No, oh, yeah. He didn't fix that all. Yeah, up. dude. Uh, he he was he was a uh, uh, like it's such an essential part of our crew. Yeah. This year, uh, we kind of needed like uh, like an anchor a bit. Yeah. I mean, he likes to party. Like, well, Kyle likes to get down, but like, not, you know, he's uh, uh he was definitely, you know, kind of took his responsibility, and, and he was working uh, the whole time. He was did freaking great to have there. So, uh, uh, yeah, not so flat track. Not so flat track. So we had pre-run it. It was a fucking terrible idea. Yeah, like the worst of ideas. <laughs> but I think we really celebrate that. Like it was not a good idea, and I think we illustrated that in its execution, but like in a fabulous glorious way yeah i mean it was like taking mini bikes up the metal catwalk around a bar and then having to pass your buddies going the opposite way on the metal so if you've never been to the buffalo chip imagine a big a big amphitheater and it's got these big metal catwalks with bars and and space for seating all the way around like a big like the thunderdome Mm -hmm. it was a freaking thunderdome and uh so we uh, by we, I mean, probably Jason Leitner had the great idea to, to send everyone up these catwalks and up and around the bar and then back then. So you had to pass your buddy along these metal catwalks, just like jagged metal everywhere. And people were just amped up uh, yeah. and, and probably a couple, a couple too many pops. I wasn't as amped up because I had already yeah. eaten shit. And, and I, I was laying alone. I had given up Joe Ligatich's hot bike to our buddy Moose. Mm-hmm. And then uh, our buddy Chris's, we had two hot bikes there, and I, I really wanted to see when. And so our friend Terry, uh, Madden, and, and Moose, uh, they were kind of the, the, the preemptive favorites in my mind to win. Yeah. So I said, I gave you the hot rods, and I went back and sat on the Interco bike, which is re- it really just has the, the, the throttle screw down on it. So it's got no mods other than just the, the mod you can do with a screwdriver. 
Um, but I was happy. I still came in eighth. You know, and Jake said he came in fourth. I'm going to call you out right now, Jake. I yeah. passed you. Mm-hmm. I passed you mm-hmm. lap one. And then you were at the finish line and claimed, like, fourth uh-huh. place. Uh-huh. You had one more lap to go, uh, You had maybe. one more lap to go, one Jake McDonald. I love Which, you to death. But I, I'm, I'm going to say right now, you laid it down and I passed you. Maybe, and uh, uh, maybe... Maybe I, may- didn't, maybe I didn't get last place. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're listening to this. <laughs> I'm only fueling that fire, but yeah, in fourth place, my dying ass. I got like seventh. I mean, I, 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 just, I put in a clean, a clean race. Uh, that that dude, uh, that dude who bought the bike the day before was racing hard. Oh, no, with the, the full gear. The full gear, yeah. He passed. Yeah. He was the only kid who passed me. He was from I like a few. where was he from? I don't know, like Bolivia or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I passed Paul. Paul, that ding dong, our friend from Austin. Oh yeah, he was cool. Oh man, he was a monster. He's a giant man. He's a giant monster. And then uh, I and found then, his wallet. Oh, did you? Yeah, I came I'm back. Throw to it. it. I'm throw it in the <laughs> yeah. gutter. I put a Dickford on. I his kept. License. I kept trying to pass him. Uh, uh, he had, apparently hadn't put the throttle screw down, and so I was a little bit faster than he was. And he kept. He was just whipping his tail out and kicking my front tire, and he was full on battle mode. Oh yeah. And I was like, whoa, bro. Whoa. Like just take it down a notch. I understand yeah. the joking, but then like full on, he tried to wreck me. Like, probably half a dozen times. And so, as we're hitting this corner, I take the inside track, and I'd like to say <coughs> it was an accident, but I hit the barrel. And as I hit the barrel, it launched this oh, yeah. barrel, this giant blue barrel, like, freaking two or three feet in the air into him. And he just freaking, he just had to bail out hard. And as, as I'm passing him, and he goes into the, <laughs> into the into the brush, he's like, you win! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was a battle royale. Savage, um, yeah. Savage yeah. six laps. We had meant to do three heats of six. Yeah. Um, but at the end, when the dust settled, it was Isaac Riley on basically a stock-looking mini bike that was victorious. Sleeper. Sleeper, creeper. but deeper. Yeah. He'd been wrenching on that thing for two or three days straight. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know what he was doing. I, I didn't. He did. He absolutely did because he because he was he was riding against built bikes by you know a bunch of aftermarket parts. Stock clutch on that thing, and he smoked everybody. Yeah, just like, just, <coughs> and he was just so unassuming showing mm-hmm. up. Wasn't really talking to anybody. Just no, gonna, you know, just gonna sit over here with my stalker bike. He showed me a text. He texted his wife, uh, his wonderfully understanding wife Hannah, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna win it. Like, <laughs> I think I'm gonna try to win. And uh, and then no matter than an hour later, yeah, he, he came out on top with a completely stock on a swimming bike. Uh, second place was Terry Madden, uh, uh, Ultra Four and UTV and, and off road racing fame. He was wondering how the heck he got second. He, he was wasn't. Like, What's he, in you that could bike? tell that he didn't like to. He didn't like What's to lose. It? No, that was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and then third place. Third place was Brody. Yeah, Brody. Uh, who was uh, who was obviously so upset he didn't win that one as well, yeah. but he just yeah he doesn't like to lose anything. He could have got the double crown. Is that the what double that is? The, yeah the double crown. The double crown. I had to make a triple crown. Yeah, cool. Uh, but uh, speaking of crowns, uh, we ran into Steph Brooks, Mr. Miyagi, while we were down there. Yeah, the winner of the enduro. Holy smokes! Uh, and Jesse Combs, the the female enduro champion, which I don't think she likes being. Having that asterisk next to her, and I right, think she right. just wants, she wants the champ. fucking champ. Yeah, but that so was second yeah, that place. Was I think she'd rather have the silver. Yeah, than, <clears throat> than that. But yeah, Steph was down there. He rode his hardtail out. 
Man, yeah, that was a small world. That was cool. It was just they've got that weird motorsport con like world that binds us, you know. I may not understand bikes like at all. But I think we can all sit around a fire and be like fucking A. Like that was awesome. Yeah. Oh certainly. Mini bikes for sure. Uh, um we had the, but there was a nightlife there. We went out we went out every night. Yeah. To the chip. We rode the mini bikes. We were a little hairy because we had to run across the county road a little yeah, bit. Kinda. I may or may not have had to run it with with law enforcement. Johnny Law. Uh what's they, the statute of limitations on that? I don't think I don't think uh, they uh, Anyways, I'm leaving the chip. I'd had a couple. I had a couple cocktails. I do not endorse this on a, on a mini bike, which seems like it would be exempt of any sort of uh, expectations. But uh, I see a Dodge Charger rip by and slam on the brakes, and and uh, I just figured <coughs> that I didn't want to go to the same place that he was going, so I went in the opposite direction, and uh, and we never ended up really chatting about it after that. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see him. So, but either way, Chris Nelson, you're, you got a fast bike. <laughs> Might possibly be faster than a, than a Dodge Charger. <laughs> paper mache and all. Um, but anyways, beyond that. Beyond that, the, the other night, like, what was the name of that bar? I don't know. It had a lot of women uh, that had tattoos that were dancing. Um, you, guys, you guys made a lot of lady friends. I, I seem to excuse yeah. myself pretty much every night. About the time that we, you know, people were, kind of, making their, you know, I don't know, their plans Things for the rest of the evening. Things were going good until I wrecked my face, and then it's harder to. I mean, chicks like scars, but it wasn't even scarred up. It was yeah, just that, that was like bloody tissue, dripping, <laughs> bloody Massville fat lip. I don't think you'd be interested in a gal oh, who's interested man. in like. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's like can I lick your that's fucking true. scab? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it was, but the whole, the whole thing, start to end, morning to night, uh, was a ton of fun. The teepees were nice. Yeah. Um, Three queen size beds in each teepee. It's a haul out there, but go with some buddies, drive super safe. Um. Maybe fly super safe. You could fly. Maybe Tom, well, to quote, maybe but, Chicago Tomat and just fly your <laughs> mini bike but, out. What would Jake McDonald have to say? Those those gamblers, they don't even fucking ride. <laughs> they don't even fucking they ride. They don't even fucking ride. Uh, I actually, I rode my first Harley uh, while we were in Sturgis. Oh, yeah. Really my first motorcycle. I've ridden uh, lots of dirt bikes and stuff out here, actually, on the 14 acres I'm staring at uh, up here at Uncle Andy's ranch. Uh, but never been attracted to the street bike thing. I was in Thailand one time, and I jumped on one of my wife's, like, uh, uh, like uncle's bikes it was some Yamaha or something rode around but other than that I drove I jumped an Isaac's giant full glidey bag bagged big fucking heavy bike Harley Harley and then took it straight into the gut of street well I took one rip outside of town got it up to like 90 or whatever which took no time at all and felt like nothing and then turned it around with Matt Marks <laughs> on his SNS built friggin' slanged out chopper and went straight into town and like rode the gut uh, for about a half hour and that was it was good it was cool uh, but you know who I was I felt like there were a lot of bikes that looked just like the one I was riding yeah and then even more like personalized so like I think when you're trying to like compare dicks like they all kind of look a little bit the same yeah 
um, which is cool. Like, but I think at the, at the end of the day, I think people who really ride, I think they take solace and they, they enjoy the part where they're out on their own. Like, it's all about them, not about comparing. Um, which is what I like about. Hey, speaking of dicks, though. Yeah. That big dick that was in the uh, bar, that one you could ride. No, oh, yeah. It was like a mechanical dick. Yeah. Uh, we should put something like that on a mini bike so you could ride. Oh, the ride the dick. Yeah, we thought that'd be funny. That's good. That's uh, I'm gonna take a pin in that conversation. All right, all right. I put that in the parking lot right now, <laughs> and then I'm gonna make the point I was making about it is what I like about the gambler is that you show up and everybody is so distinctly different, uh, and and also like the shittier your car is, like the cooler you are. <laughs> so even if you're an unassuming Geo Metro or a minivan, like like that is cool as hell. Oh yeah. And, and like to a degree, like if you spend much time putting forty inch tires and a bunch of crazy shit on something, like my romper stomper with the forty nines, like that's cool and all. But like, is it really what this is all about? Like you get slighted a little bit. Like you you roll in with some big nasty like macho thing. You have, you feel self conscious because you're it like, it is weird. Did I try too hard? It's like wearing clothes at the World Naked Bike Ride. Mm. I've seen people mm. just squirming because they're like, oh, I shouldn't have these on. Or like fancy clothes too. Yeah, fancy like hey, look at my fancy clothes. clothes, and they're like, fuck clothes, fuck clothes. Fuck, like that's not even what we. This is about. Yeah, show up with your fancy ass Louis Vuittons yeah. and shit underwear. Uh, no, yeah, no, like it's, it's braggadocious. As long as you have a sense of humor about it, like you show up and like I like I've got you know forty nine inch tires and I'm like yeah I have one ball, like then that's funny. <laughs> or like you just like you take you just you know take your lumps. Yeah. And if you showed up in the shittiest thing there, then that's how you win. I got your brown liquors. I'll be right back. Uh this this uh, brown liquor break is brought to you by Monkey Shoulder Scotch, uh, the official Scotch of the Gamma Five Hundred. Uh, unless another scotch company wants to come. But no, I say, I should say another. Another? Like any? Like any scotch company. Uh, you know what I'm interested in? is Jim Beam. Can I get a little touch of that? Oh, that'd be cool. Jim Beam, it's just a, it's a, it's a approachable brown liquor. I, I enjoy it over ice. Mm-hmm. I don't need to put any Coca-Colas in it. Mm. And I almost enjoy it as much as this monkey shoulder scotch. Well, monkey shoulder's good. <clears throat> I hope these coyotes come back. It'd be fun to shoot a coyote on the podcast. I hope these coyotes come back so I can shoot them in the face, he says. <laughs> Tate doesn't shoot coyotes. I don't shoot coyotes. I shoot most everything. I shoot anything I can eat. And I shoot other vermin and stuff that I, I think are a blight. But I, I, I enjoy a coyote. And I'm yet to be convinced that shooting them has a positive effect on the environment or any sort of agriculture. I just, yeah, if I see them eating chickens, I shoot them, and then they don't eat chickens anymore. That's how I've hashed it out. That's ha- not, like, super scientific. I don't have any chickens. I, I have one less cat than mm, I used to. That's true. that's true. But, like, they do, like, cats, I don't know. I'd almost say that that coyote's life is, uh, is more important than my dumb cat's life. Just because I value a cat doesn't make the cat valuable. Thunder's valuable. Look at him. He's a little stub muffin, but he lives... He coexists with the coyotes out here. That's true. That's true. That's what makes him valuable. My cat could not coexist with the coyotes. Hence. We're going to put a pin in this conversation. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a beautiful spot. 
Yeah, it's good. I, I shoot, I shoot a squirrel off of here. We're gonna eat those squirrels. No, we're talking about have a have a have a, a squirrel hunt out here, and then the, have a little <coughs> have a little hot fine dining cook off. Yeah, squirrels. Go get some crawdaddies from the rivers down there. Yeah, where can we get some froggies right here? Like bullfrogs. Yeah, I want a good eating frog. You need big frogs. Yeah, big old ass frog. You know, the ones I ate at my parents' place were not. Uh, those were not. They were sitting in there in the stock pond. They were yeah. not. They were not delicious frogs. We ate the shit out of them still, but yeah. I'm a squirrel, crawdaddy, and uh, and frog. What else can we add? Oh, some mushrooms. I got some mushrooms down there. You got mushrooms in the forest here? Yeah, there's a. Uh, Oyster mushrooms. Oh. Yeah, I've been harvesting those. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know a lot about mushrooms, but that's the one that I'm like, okay, I know. I don't know a lot about (laughs) mushrooms, but man, that coyote's been following me all day. (laughs) Big. You got some tall maples out here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Smoky. Smoky. All right. So, uh, what else did we do in Sturgis? I think, I think we got our licked, man. Did I mean, we, we, get it? we cooked us some breakfast on the skillet. We used a Green Mountain Grill to cook up uh, some ribs that night. Uh, I'm sure to bolt off in my mini bikes. Oh, man. We had all sorts of mechanical like deals. That was, we bored that out and got that Did all sorts out. of uh, uh, mechanicking and such. Good. But uh, yeah, no. Thank you again to Coleman Power Sports for showing up and showing out and bringing a bunch of cool bikes and kind of making this whole thing possible. And I think the thing that, that I kind of nail into people is that like mini bikes are indestructible; they're just easy to fix. So no matter who makes your mini bike, like it, it doesn't matter. They're gonna break when you abuse it the way that we do. They're just the limits to it. You know, they're 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 five hundred dollar bikes, and so. <coughs> like about them is that you can get back on the road by going to the hardware store yeah um and that's what's fun and, and they're and they're tough to ride there are faster things out there easier choices to make but these things are just uh they're just in like in yeah you're gonna lose most every race that you enter but uh that's losing losing's fun uh, sometimes what is it with uh, sometimes nothing's a pretty cool hand what uh, Cooley and Luke says. Cooley and Luke, this is parking meter talk, isn't it? <laughs> That's a talk for another day. <laughs> Uncle Andy, uh, signing off. ABG. ABG. All right, and this is uh, Tate, T-Money Morgan, saying uh, later. <laughs> I know, he's waiting to do it. Just do it. Just say it. All right, fuck Napa.